This is Clint of the Geek Dig Podcast, and you are listening to the one and only BS Podcast Network. This podcast brought to you by OuchThatHurts.com. Visit OuchThatHurts for music, gaming, reviews, editorials, podcasts, and more. OuchThatHurts, H-E-R-T-Z dot com. And welcome to uh, another episode of the Save Point Podcast. This is episode 22, and I am not Dan. Uh, Dan is gone. I've killed him. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dan's off uh, uh, at a concert, um, at, a, at a music concert, where he's listening to music at a concert. And uh, so I've decided to, to take his place. And with me tonight, we have the the fantabulous return of Jesus. Say hello. Hi, everyone. Glad He's to be back. back. Yes, I'm back. My second coming. <laughs> Your second coming for the third time. Uh, and also joining us is Tuesday. Hey. Hey, welcome back. And so let's um, let's talk games. Uh, no, let's not. First. Everyone, check this out. We have a brand new website. Um, not really brand new. It's been around for a while, but now it's done. Now it's ready for consumption. So everyone head over to thesavepointpodcast.com to find links. So many links. Links for everything. We've got posts for every episode. Um, there's also a really easy way to join our Discord. There's a, a nice banner there that you can click on and get directly to our Discord. Um, also links to Ouch That Hurts, our partner in crime. Uh, and then iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Spreaker, TuneIn. Uh, all those links are there, really easy to get to. Um, so if you have found this podcast some other way and you're like, hey, you know what? I don't want to support iTunes anymore. No problem. We got you covered. The savepointpodcast.com. Click on something and find us. Uh, also, um, our Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. There's tweets. There's a link to the BS Podcast Network, which we're now a part of as well. Lots of moving and shaking going on. Just shaking hands with a lot of people. So much. A lot of, lot of germs being passed around. Do you guys ever clean your controllers? Multiple times. Tuesday? Uh, sometimes my dog licks it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever cleaned a controller. Um, like like in a serious way, because I, I don't, there's not a lot of, you know, back in the day you would, you, you could sit down with your buddy or, or with whoever and, you know, play a couple rounds of GoldenEye, but like that doesn't happen anymore. Everything's over the internet. So I have two controllers for my Xbox, but I only ever use one. And then when the batteries die, I pick up the dusty one that's been sitting on the shelf, wipe it off my pants real quick and then keep playing. So... <laughs> I don't know. I think my controllers play better with like hot Cheeto dust on them. <laughs> that's the that's the true that's the true essence, right? <laughs> the just hot wait, Cheeto dust. Just wait, Steve. Once your 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 girls grow up, yeah, they'll be sticky fingers all over. That's kind of my deal. Uh, my sister takes care of a lot of kids, and they usually play on my systems. And sticky fingers are everywhere on my controllers. Oh, that's um, disgusting. 
I know. That's why I have my private <laughs> controller on the side. <laughs> do you do you have the thing where like you have the like official branded Sony controller and then you've got like the ridiculous Mad Cats nonsense controller for the kids? Actually, I do because one kid's still not old enough to know that he's not playing when I'm playing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he loves the pictures, so that's all that matters, right? Sometimes. Hey, moving pictures. That's good. All right, let's let's get to some video games. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Uh, Jesus, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast, so why don't you hit us up with some of that hot gaming goodness? So the reason I've been long gone from this podcast is I've been enthralled. And Kingdom Hearts 3, I have been deep dive. Have I've misworked? Probably been fired by now. I don't know <laughs> no. yet. But yes, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts, and the only breaks I've gotten from Kingdom Hearts is playing the the new game, uh, Apex Legends by Respawn. But those have been the two games I've been uh, playing, and I can discuss those in a little bit. But yeah, that's what I that's what I've been up to. Right on, right on. Uh, Tuesday, what have you been playing? I've been playing the Book of Unwritten Tales too, which is kind of like um, it almost reminds me of like Legend of Zelda was like a really cute game, and it was kind of like a choose your own adventure. Oh, okay. Um, it's, just, it's a real cute game. It's fun. There's a lot of interacting and a lot of it's it's very comedic. I like that. I like so that. It's, it's like a good release from the day. What um is that like a is that a PC or a Nintendo thing? What is that? Oh yeah, sorry. It's on uh it's on the Switch, but I believe you can also get it on Steam as well, and I think uh PlayStation, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, good deal. What so do you know? On just about everything. Off the top of your head, I'm gonna quiz you now. Do you know who the developer is? Um, I do not, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ah, yeah, it is King Art Games. Hmm. Okay, it, it sounded familiar, yeah. but like I couldn't place it, and then and that doesn't sound familiar whatsoever. So <laughs> no, not a not a bell. Maybe maybe there'll be something in the future. For now, but we'll keep on. Our... Uh, THQ is one of the publishers for it too. Oh, okay. So that's how it's getting around. All right, that makes sense. Mm, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, we'll we'll dive into that a bit more in a, in just a few minutes here. I have been playing. I played a little bit more of Farming Simulator 17, Game of the Year 2018, um, it, it, and a little bit of Resident Evil 2, the um, the one shot uh, 30 minutes uh, deal that they had going on. Um, and also like way too much Stellaris. Um, that's the <laughs> thing. Hours and hours and hours of Stellaris. Uh, which it, by the time this episode goes up, I think it'll, uh, let me check a calendar real quick. Um, maybe, maybe not, but, uh, steam is doing their, uh, is doing a sale right now. It's like the, uh, uh Chinese new year, year of the pig, I think. And yes. yeah. And they're, so they're having sales on stuff and a lot of the Stellaris stuff, if people have been listening or people are playing Stellaris, don't have any of the DLC. It's all like 50% off right now, except for the latest DLC, which just came out a few months back. Um, so I picked up a bunch of the DLC goes like 50% off. That's a deal. So then once you get the new DLC, you have to like start a new game and start fresh. And so I've done that several times now. Um, that's how they get you, Steve. That's how they get you. They, they have their hooks embedded into my spine at this point. Anything Stellaris, I will now purchase and play. <laughs> They've got me. 
Um, so let's, let's go, let's go round Robin. How about I talk a little bit about farming simulator and then I'll pass it on and we can all kind of just take turns talking about these, uh, these things we've been playing. Does that sound you know, good guys? That sounds good. But you know, Listen, this is what I've been waiting for these farming sim updates. I know this is what everyone in the, this is why I've been listening. Like, like <laughs> last episode, last episode, I was like enthralled with the, with the farming simulator. This is going to be soon the farming simulator podcast. If I have anything <laughs> to say about it. We're going to rename it um, the the Farming Simulator podcast. Uh, Farming Simulator 17. So I on our Discord, which everyone should join and uh, and talk to us, um, go to the savepointpodcast.com to find that link. Um, it, we were I was challenged to to get some pigs, and I believe Tuesday you challenged me to to find some pigs. Yes. And so I was like, challenge accepted. Like I can do that. I'm a gamer. I can do this. And so <laughs> I I. I kept playing farming simulator specifically to see like how long it would take me to get some pigs. Like if it was something easy, if it would take me a long time. Um, and I'd only gone through, you know, some of the tutorials. So I had a little bit of time on my hand. I went through, um, another two, uh, I want to say two or three tutorials, um, until I felt pretty confident on, on the gameplay. And it is very simple. Um, and so I started up a, a brand new game, um, a camp on, in the campaign mode. And so I had my farm. You have a money amount, and and it uh, it kind of kind of walks you through how to get things kind of started up. The first like twenty minutes or so of like, oh, go to this waypoint, do this thing, go to this other waypoint, do that thing, and then it kind of just lets you go and says, okay, you've, you've learned everything. We've taught you everything in twenty minutes. Now play the game. And I very quickly found out that it's not. It should not be called Farming Simulator Seventeen. It should be called get into your tractor or truck and slowly drive into town to buy and sell things simulator. <laughs> that That is farming simulator. That's literally what my, that's what my uncle does. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds the most realistic ever. Yeah. Oh, man. I, well, see, I thought I was going to be driving tractors around fields and like planting stuff. But like all of the the, the farm stuff that I kind of associate with the words farming, all of that's automated. Like you, you jump into your tractor, you know, you attach the, the proper equipment, you go to a field and then you just press a button to hire somebody to do it, or you could do it yourself. But having someone, you know, hiring somebody is more efficient because then you can go and you can multitask and have several fields going at once. So once you do all that, it's like, okay, well, well now what? Well, now the game turns into, um, get the crops and load, load the crops into a, into a trailer and then slowly drive into town find the place to drop it off, sell it, and then slowly drive all the way back to your farm and repeat. So you're not even on your farm during Farming Simulator 17. And the thing that killed it for me, the thing that once I realized, I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm never going to find the pigs. Um, and that was, <laughs> I from anywhere, you can press a button and get the um, like the marketplace, right? So you can buy new tractors, you can buy new equipment, um, you can buy, you know, different seeds and you can buy houses, uh, not houses, but like, um, like housing areas for your animal, like all this stuff. You just press a button, boom, it opens up, uh, this catalog and you buy what you want to buy and all the stats are there. It's great. I spent a lot of time on that menu going like, okay, what can I afford? How long is it going to take me to, to get this or that, that blah, blah, blah. I narrowed it down. I was like, okay, I'm going to buy this thing. I don't even remember what it is at this point. I hit the button to buy and a thing popped up and I said, great, go pick it up. And I looked on my on my map, and it was like all the way on the other side of town. Okay. 
and I was like, come on, like it, it, all the other stuff in the game is automated except for picking up and dropping off stuff, right? Like you can hire an invisible person to show up and drive your tractors across your field. But if you want it to pick up like a new trailer for something, you have to get in a sad pickup truck that you have or your track or your, your tractor, a spare tractor, and then slowly drive all the way across town. And let me tell you something about this game. The driving physics are horrendous. <laughs> they are the absolute worst. Like your turning radius, like, okay, so you're driving and there's a little speedometer at the bottom and it's like, you're going 20 miles an hour, you're 30 miles an hour. Maybe, maybe if it's a straightaway, you get up to like 50 miles an hour and then you go to turn and your, your vehicle turns on a dime and it just like burp and you just turn and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like it is, it is insane. You can take a left-hand turn at 50 miles an hour like a 90 degree turn, like no problem. Just burp. And you just, you're, that's it. Isn't and, that how real driving works? Uh, you know, yeah, apparently, that's how I drive. Yeah. <laughs> apparently I've been driving incorrectly all these years. No one taught you the secrets. No, no, it's, it's all hidden in farming. You know, Simulator sh- 17. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Jesus. What were you going to say? Mm, no. Okay. So the other thing that, okay. So at, at one point my four year old was watching me right? She's four. And she's like, what are you playing dad? I was like, I'm playing a farming simulator. And she's like, okay. She comes over, sits on my lap and like, what are you doing? She's, she has lots of questions. And so I'm explaining what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, I get this trailer and I, and I hook it up to this thing and I'm switch to drive it over there. And, and she's making comments like, Oh, that's tree's pretty. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty. And so at one point during the, the, the opening tutorial part, you are supposed to, uh, you, you take your tractor, you, you hook a trailer to it and you're supposed to drive to a waypoint. So I pretended I was playing Skyrim and said, I'm going to go over that mountain any way that I can. I am not going to go around it. The mountain is not going to beat me. So there's this, there's this, this like hill like mountain that separates your farm and like the neighboring farm. And then the neighboring farm is right next to the city or the the little town. And so instead of going all the way around to like the freeway, I was like, I'm just going to take my tractor with its trailer and go directly over this hill. And it's going to be awesome. It was not awesome. (laughs) <laughs> I get to the top and then, and then suddenly the physics engine decides, Hey, I'm going to work and going downhill. I suddenly like sped up like crazy and tried to like turn a little bit to slow myself down. The whole, everything flips over and I'm just like going, real like, life. Yeah. Yeah. Like suddenly the <laughs> physics were like perfect, like one-to-one to real life. And the thing flips, rolls down the hill. And, and luckily you just hit like one button and you just, you know, disembark your, your tractor. So I hit one button and he just like jumps out and I'm like, okay, everything's upside down. And in some games that aren't like, you know, physics based games, if you flip a vehicle, there's like a button to press to kind of flip it back. Or after a certain amount of time, it'll just kind of despawn and then respawn close by, you know, flipped up. I was waiting for something like that to happen. It never happened. Hmm. My daughter is getting very concerned at this point. She's like, daddy, (laughs) what are you going to do? Like your, your tractor is broken. You broke your tractor. And like, she's getting like, she's getting legitimately worried because she doesn't quite understand video games yet. <laughs> she, she calls them like movies or, or vice versa. I'll be watching a movie and she'll ask what video game I'm playing. It's, it's very cute. Um, I'm very proud. So I'm like, okay, how do I solve this? Okay. This one. So suddenly now farming simulator 17 has turned into physics simulator, car flipping physics simulator. 
So I run back to my farm, stop one of the other tractors, unhook its gear, and drive it back to the other tractor, push it up the hill, and then turn it and get it to roll back down the hill, and it lands on its wheels. And I was like, great, solved. I fixed it. Nice. I like that. The, The trailer was a little bit different. It took about 20 minutes for me to manipulate the trailer to push it up in a certain way to then like bend and flip over until it was until like flipped back on its wheels. And after that, it took another like five minutes where it should have taken about 30 seconds to hook the trailer to my tractor. And the entire time, my daughter, my four-year-old daughter is on the edge of her seat. She's like, daddy, you've got it. You've got it. You almost have it. It is so, come on, dad, you can do this. And I'm like, I'm trying. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, that, that's, that is so precious. I love it. I'm, I'm like on it just myself. <laughs> so anyways, I, I, I got, the, I got the, the trailer down, all that stuff. I um, found on the map where there was a little picture of a pig and I was like, oh, do I just go there and just buy pigs? Cool. So one of the, the trailers that I bought, which when I was like, when I, when I purchased it, that's when it spawned halfway across the map and was, they were like, go pick it up, idiot. And I was like, great. It was a, a, a livestock trailer. So I get in my, my little truck, go all the way over, uh, hitch onto the livestock trailer. And then like at the very northern tip of the map is the little pig symbol. I was like, great. I'm going to drive my trailer up there. I'm going to buy some pigs. And then I, then I can tell Tuesday, see, I, can, I bought pigs. And then I can quit playing this game forever. He's just like, that'll show her. That she'll uh, be feeling about these pigs. I'll show her. <laughs> I, I, I can buy fake I'll pigs. I'll show her a pig. I'll show her a pig. I'll get all the pigs in the game. I get so I'll buy all the pigs. The, 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 yeah. So um so I'm driving this trailer uh up these hills, down these hills, and once again, suddenly the physics are real life one to one. The truck that I was pulling the trailer with was too light. So as I was going up hills, it would like pull the rear tires up off the ground because the, the trailer was too heavy and then I couldn't steer. <laughs> And it, it took way longer than it should have to go across the map, which isn't that big. It's not, you know, it's not Skyrim sized or anything. It's, it's, a, it's quite small. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I, I take like 10 minutes to drive up there to this, to this little pig symbol where I'm like, this is a pig farm. This is going to be great. I get there. It's completely empty and deserted. No. And I was like, what, what is this? Like, so you know, hop out of the trailer. I run around looking for, for, you know, something. Cause at the, in the town, when you go like the little, the market area, there's a door. You don't go into the door, but you go up to the door and an icon appears and you hit the button and then that opens the catalog. And it's like, okay, now you can buy stuff. So I thought the same thing with the pigs. Like I just need to find the door and then that'll open up a menu to, to, with the buy pigs now button, you know, and then I'll, then they'll blow it up into the trailer and then I can go. But no. Um, and, and I don't know exactly how to do it in the game yet, and, and I will never find out, but I'm pretty sure that you are supposed to buy the pig farm, and that's how you get the pigs. Aww. And so I was not willing to put in that much effort into this game to spend that much time to say I bought pigs, so Tuesday you win. I did not get any pigs <laughs> in Farming Simulator 17. I'm so disappointed. I also want you to know that the whole time you've been talking about farming sim, my dog has also been perched up on the edge of his seat, like ready to hear about these pigs. And <laughs> as soon as you, as soon as you start talking about like the downward spiral of like we realize there's no pigs, 
he like turned his back. So my dog's <laughs> also disappointed that there's no pigs. I feel so sad that your dog is disappointed in me that I kind of want to keep trying to find these pigs. He is. He hasn't turned back around yet. Oh, poor guy. All right. So that that's Farming Simulator 17. I have deleted it from my Xbox. I'm not playing it anymore. Um, I was kind of giving it the benefit of the doubt the first time I played it. But when I dug a little deeper, there's not much game there. There's It's a lot of time wasting, a lot of bad driving, um, a lot of unnecessary <laughs> and unnecessarily correct physics in the game where it's not needed. It's just kind of a just kind of a waste. Um, I can see how you know people who don't know about better Sims would be like, "This is really cool." Like I'm I'm pretending to be a farmer, and which you know which is what a simulator is. Um, but this this is not a good one. This is not a good simulator. Good to know. I'll go back to Lemonade Tycoon then. Yes, Lemonade Tycoon. Um, or you know you know what was what a really good game. Um, it's not. Uh, was it uh, Prison Architect? Prison Architect is really good. Yes, I've seen a lot. I have that sitting on my computer right now. Something oh, that I want to get. I just want. I, I, I that that's a that's a game and a half. There's there's a lot of game there. Yeah, I've been. I I got it before it was like uh, in its beta uh, many years ago, and I've been keeping up with it. I haven't played it in in a couple years now, but I've kept up on up to date on the news. Um, Paradox Interactive, which is the the creators of Stellaris, which I've been playing my my pants off, they just purchased um, Prison Architect, so that's pretty neat, I think. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, enough about that. Um, let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Tuesday. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Book of Unwritten Tales? Okay, so this is actually the second one, and I kind of felt like I was a little lost playing it when I first started it. So I didn't know there was a first Well, I knew there was a first one, obviously, because this is Book of Unwritten Tales 2. Um, so I had to go and watch what happened in the first one to understand what's happening now. So, um, so it's pretty so, deep, like, lore-wise, story-wise? Like, you need to know what's going on? Yeah, and I didn't realize that. Cause you know how you can just, like, pick up, you know, certain games, like uh, Resident Evil, for example. You don't necessarily have to play the other ones to understand, like, what's happening. Like, you just know oh, I got to run before I die. Right. Thing, zombie. Yeah. Shoot you know, like other Pokemon games. Yeah, there are other Pokemon <laughs> yeah. games. You don't really need to know what's going on. You just need to know you need to throw balls and make them fight each other. Right. So, but no, this game, uh, this one picks up off of where the last one left off. Um, so I didn't know that. And there are four main characters that you play as and you cycle through each of them. So I had no clue, like, why one minute I was this elf princess, and then, like, the next minute I had another story with this um, gnome magician, uh, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Right on. Yeah. Um, his name is Wilbur. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. He is a gnome. Yeah, <laughs> he is a gnome mage. Um, and then there's a human that you can play as. And then there is uh, this creature called Critter. Um, it's like this fuzzy alien, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, so far, though, my favorite is um, the elf princess. She kind of reminds me of Zelda. Um, also, I have like a deep connection with her because the first five minutes of the game, her mom's like, yeah, you look sick. I think you're getting fat. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my god, that is so insulting. Uh, <laughs> right. That is the wonderful. best five minutes of the game. 
<laughs> yeah, that's like the first five minutes, and then she like locks you in your room, and you have to figure out how to trick your bird, which like your bird is your mess your your messengers, and it like snitches on you. So you have to <laughs> trick your bird, and it took me like I swear like forty five minutes to do this like simple game. Like I'm sure this game was definitely invented for like a ten year old or something. Because I mean, I like cute little games like this, but I was like sitting there, and there's like. So to picture the room, for those of us who have not played this game, which I imagine isn't many, or maybe there's a lot of fans out there and you guys can all laugh at me, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you're in your room and there's like your bed, there's a table, it's got some stuff on it, and then there's another table that has this um, this jewelry box, which is important, and then there's a mirror that your bird really likes going to, and then you can go outside to the balcony and the idea is you're supposed to climb down the balcony, but you can't let your bird know. So you have to somehow know to pick the sunflower seeds, which are also, there's a sunflower on the balcony. So you have to know to go pick those, take the seeds, put them in a bowl, get the bird to leave the mirror, get the mirror, put it in front of the jewelry box, and then trap the bird so that you can climb down and leave so that this, your mom doesn't come and criticize you more. <laughs> <laughs> so this is that's the beginning of the game? Yeah, like, wow. which is why I'm saying, yeah, which is why I'm saying I was very lost playing it, because I was like, I was like, okay, so, this, like, elf prince that's coming to marry you, so that's when I was like, hmm, I'm missing something here, so <laughs> come to find out, you're part of this, like, royal elf family, and they're marrying you off to knights and kingdoms, so I guess there's, like, some weird PG rated Game of Thrones stuff that's gonna happen. I don't I don't know. We're uniting kingdoms here. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, so uh but your character, she's her own woman. She's like, nah, I don't really want to do that. She wants to go on adventures and then you have to make this potion and then you can you can switch off because you meet the other characters and then you switch off of them. So, do you, do um, you switch off with the other characters at will, or is it like dependent on where the plot is? Yeah, it's, it's plot dependent. Okay. okay. All right. So, um, I mean, it's fun. There's a lot of interacting you have to do. Like, you can see everything that's interactable, and then, like, everything you do kind of affects everything else, if that makes sense. So, like, if you look at, uh, I don't know, like, the bookshelf, like it kind of unlocks the next thing you can do in the room. If you're in a, there's like a library downstairs you can go to. So it like unlocks the next thing because it's like, oh, books. Oh, you need to find this book. Like, okay, cool. And then, you know, you do whatever action is next type of deal. Okay. Um, so everything is very dependent on like what you do with everything. It's kind and of reminding I've, me of the, the telltale, like, uh, like Walking Dead or, um, any of the other telltale games where you're just kind of like poking around at things until you kind of find a thread to pull at and then suddenly the, the story starts to unravel. I mean, that kind of sounds a bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a fun game. Um, I'm unfortunately one of those people who overanalyzes everything. So I'm just <laughs> like, mm, there's a bee's nest. Like immediately my mind goes to animal crossing. Like, ah, oh, I'm going to shake the tree and the bees are going to come. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to have to run inside to my house, which is not paid off by Tom Nook. 
Yeah, you gave me a little like crash course on uh, on Animal Crossing the other day on on uh, Discord, and um, that sounds like a crazy ass game, like out of context. <laughs> it it really does. <laughs> like I thought about it, and I was like, it's it's such a simple game, but <laughs> so um, the but yeah. The, uh, the Book of Unwritten Tales 2, I think you we said before we started, or you told us before we started, that you're doing, um, is it like a review for Ouch That Hurts? Yes, hopefully I will have my review up by the end of, well, by the time this podcast will be out, it should be up already on Ouch That Hurts. Um, okay, cool. Kind of, fine, kind of fine-tuning different things I want to say about it, because at first when I started playing it, uh, this is my friend, and I was like, dude. I don't understand this game. Like, I don't think I like it. And he was like, well, just keep playing it. Just keep playing it. You know, it might be one of those games that you get more into as you play it. And I was like, okay. And then that's that's when I realized I was missing a big piece of this game because I hadn't played the first one yet. So I might have to go back and play the first one if I can if I can find it. Mm. What I find... I'm sure. From what I'm looking at, it looks really pretty. I like the art style of the game. Like oh I'm yeah, at... the art style is really pretty. That's what initially initially drew me to it. Actually, was the art style. And I found the beehive. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually looking. <laughs> I'm, finding, I'm looking at the image of the beehive. I can actually see what you're talking about. <laughs> but I, haven't, it, I haven't figured out the use for it yet, <laughs> but I'm sure there's something later on. What can we use beehives for? Potions, honey. maybe? Oh, yeah, honey. honey, I guess. Just honey. Come on, Steve. You can't yeah. overanalyze too much. <laughs> that or you throw right. a rock at it for the bees. You can... Right, and my thing is, like, well, my character doesn't like her mom, so can we, like, plant the beehive somewhere and then just, like, let nature do its thing? Whoa! So, this is what... I hear. This, I, have, I have an idea what's going to happen. That beehive yeah, okay. is, is essential to the game. What you're going to have to end up doing in the game is eventually find a jar and it's missing its lid. So you're going to have to find the lid as well. Once you do that, you're going to have to lure it with flowers that are specific to a certain location in the game. Once you acquired all three items, you will have to bring it all back to the beehive to collect the bees to be stored in the jar to be used at whatever moment you wish for an essential different ending. <laughs> are you reading out of a wiki because <laughs> that, no. that sounds just crazy enough to work no it'll be, like one of, it'll be like a truth or dare but it'll be truth or bees and then someone says bees and I'm like ah he picked the bees release them <laughs> truth or bees <laughs> oh god I'm so- Scared of the games you guys used to play as kids now. Oh, never play Truth or Bees. <laughs> There's there are no winners to Truth or Bees. <laughs> there is if you have an EpiPen. But I mean, is that really winning or just surviving? <laughs> <laughs> that is using my resources to the best of my ability. <laughs> and that's all that matters. Point. <laughs> Uh, so Jesus, the other day um, I saw that you were streaming Kingdom Hearts. And or Kingdom Hearts three, and then I saw that you were streaming it again and again and again. You've been streaming this thing like every day since it came out, isn't that right? So yeah. So the, another reason I've been kind of uh, MIA on the podcast is um, I've been I've been upping my streaming game 
uh, they, this uh, month of Jan, actually last month of January, we're in February now. So I've, uh, I've given myself a proper schedule. Like I, I stream Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Fridays uh, for between four to five hours. Uh, wow. From, yeah. So I've, I've given myself a proper schedule. Um, the only time I've missed it was I was having some eye troubles. Um, but that, that, that was, uh, cleared up through a doctor to the, the visit to the eye doctor, but there was nothing too serious. Uh, but no, I've been, I've Good been, yeah. Uh, but I, I've been, I've been hard focused on streaming like a lot lately. Um, and, uh, yes, I've been, I've been streaming Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, before I get started with my, my Fallout style rant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I was listening to the. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I still. I. I might not have been on the podcast for a while, but I still listen to you guys because I love every member of this podcast. And Ooh, thank you. Meeting Tuesday, finally for once, it's, it's good <laughs> to hear her um, voice to voice. Um, but as yeah. I was listening, sorry. I was gonna say, yeah, it's good to finally meet you too. <laughs> But uh, after after listening to that very intriguing uh, farming simulator of last week's episode, <laughs> when uh, <laughs> the the moment you guys started talking about Kingdom Hearts, I it hurt me. Uh, I I honestly had to I had to stop listening to the episode. It hurt me dearly. Oh I just, no! It it just like I I'll give I give credit to Dan. Like actually, we talked a little bit about that too. Uh, <laughs> But it, it hurts so much that I honestly had to stop the episode. I'm like, no, I can't listen to more. It's hurting me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but that's kind of just my own little, like, uh, my little gripe there. But, you know, he, to be honest, like he, he mentioned, uh, Kingdom Hearts is a very convoluted story. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. But uh, actually, as far as the recording of this episode, I just finished the the main story of Kingdom Hearts, thirty hours of nothing but gameplay. So, wow! Yes. Wait, now, when you say when you say main story, is there like a new game plus or an epilogue? Like, what do you mean by like? It sounds like there's more to it. So okay, uh, okay, we're gonna get to the heat of the matter. So okay, uh, so Kingdom Hearts ha- uh, has a very a very interesting uh, uh, battle mechanics and. Uh, and, uh, I was playing it already on its hearted setting on proud mode. So I was challenging myself on top of that. Uh, so from what I'm hearing, there is no, uh, uh, hard mode plus or critical mode, uh, going to be released anytime soon. Okay. Uh, but there is a bunch of, there is a lot of side content in this game. There's a bunch of weapons to collect, uh, Different mini games to complete, uh, different secret bosses to do. Um, I was just, I was just kind of focusing for, for the, for the most part, I was focusing on trying to complete the story because I've been waiting 13 years for this game. <laughs> um, with like, like Dan says, there, there's a lot of other games in there, but to get to this point of the, the story, it took a very long time. And, uh, funny enough, um, the game starts off not at Kingdom Hearts three. It actually starts at Kingdom Hearts two point nine, which gave me a chuckle and made me laugh and hurt at the same time. Wait, wait. So it said two point nine on the screen. Yes. 
Wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a, it's a funny joke com- coming from uh, Kingdom Hearts two point eight. So, it, like, I I get it. It's it's just a it, consider it your like tutorial into the game, and then it hits you right into Kingdom Hearts three, and the game truly begins, and then the the wildness ensues basically. And 30 hours later, I finished the game after so many frustrating boss battles and yelling at myself, why did I go on the hardest settings? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it. The, I, I will say now, I know uh, you guys don't know too much of the lore behind Kingdom Hearts. Uh, no. as, far, as, far, as far as the lore and answering questions, there, has been, there have been some questions answered. But because of that, so many other questions have been asked, and I am more lost than I've ever been in the last couple of years. Wow. So, but I'm excited. It, 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 this, is, this Kingdom Hearts 3 is kind of the, the closing to a, a very long arc of the uh, Seekers of Darkness saga. So it's a, it's a great way to finish so many games uh, of a story just to see where it's going to go after this because the once you finish the game and uh, the finale the epilogue there is a there is a scene that foretells uh, what will possibly happen next and uh, not giving I don't want to I don't want to give spoilers this time around uh, because it's uh, it's kind of at the moment in the in the Kingdom Hearts community it's a bit taboo right now to do so yeah, it's a bit early. The game just came out, and you had to do thirty hours. Like, didn't it just come out last week? Yes, or, but I took a, yeah. I took a week off work to just play it yeah, and stream so it. The casual That's player, dedication. which I don't know if there are any casual Kingdom Hearts players, but I'd imagine the casual player is is maybe half played half of what you have. My so, guess. so I I can I can uh, let's uh, then I'll turn it back a little bit. So as far as the the casual. The the game actually starts off really uh when when you start up the game it actually has a very reasonable uh like int- not intro um there's this uh library archive with a couple little movies and like it's like a storybook it explains okay. kind of the 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 how it began to where you're at at this point of the story um it's not as um knowledgeable as you want it to be but it's it'll catch you up just to what you need to know about what's happening in kingdom hearts each there's six books they're about five minutes a piece to listen to this story like uh tale which basically wait, it is wait five minutes a piece there's six of them so it, it takes you half an hour to to like get caught up on where the story is now uh to to, to just to just know the the brief people who's happening there's like a there's a there's a wonderful one and a half hour uh video out there that explains it just about right out there uh i've seen that twice and i give it props to uh to whoever edited that because they do they did a really good job of explaining a lot of the what's happening in most of the kingdom heart games to this point that's amazing there's that's amazing there's that much like story out there. there's that much lore around the the property that's really cool Yes, uh well there's uh there's about it's a uh it's Kingdom Hearts one, uh Chain of Memories, Recoded, Kingdom Hearts two, Kingdom Hearts 
365 over 2. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Passage Through Darkness. So that's about 8 games. Oh, and I forgot Kingdom Hearts Key. The PC mobile game, which is extremely important because that actually is key. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no, no pun intended wow. there. It's pretty, it's very crucial. A lot of people don't uh, take the mobile game slash PC uh, game serious, but there is a, a lot of lore there that kind of is very integral to Kingdom Hearts 3. Good deal. Oh, okay. So <laughs> there is a. I will I will spoil a little bit, just a little bit, because I found it so amazing. All right. So so there is so the, like I said, this is like the the final uh, part of the saga of a very long series. There's and you'll know though. There's this final battle. What I found amazing is there is a section of the game uh, of this battle where it's quick time events, and. They, what they did was, okay, this is not really spoiling because they're, um, so there's this world called, uh, the Keyblade Graveyard. It's kind of a, a graveyard of all, like, the fallen Keyblade wielders that fought in a giant war long, long ago. Okay. So, so, so there's just literally, like, ima- imagine a war and there's all their weapons on the floor. That's basic. Okay. So, what I found so amazing was during this uh, quick time event, all these weapons animated to assist you. It was like the, the souls of the lost uh, wielders coming to help you. Oh, cool. Yes. Uh, and what I don't know what they did or how they chose it, but what they did was every single like it used every single blade. And there's like there's thousands of blades. Out. So every every time you hit the the triangle situation command, it used a, a single blade, and it'll just keep throwing them. As long as you keep tapping a triangle, you kept chucking keyblades at the enemy. And every like uh, the situation command had had this name. I thought it was going to be the names of uh, the, the characters in your party. Mm-hmm. But what I once I started actually reading them, like because, because it was a, a reasonably long. Um, uh, quick time event, like for, for sorry, it's fun to say, but um, every uh name on that list were actually players from the mobile game. They literally had different Whoa. people from different um from different uh factions. Like you, you could see their names and what faction they belonged to, and you were just you were using other people's keyblades who were in the mobile games who. Because the mobile game takes in the past, and your character eventually dies because of the war. But, Spoilers. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's the first one. That's the first one. <laughs> okay. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that the war is over. This is the second war. Oh. Okay. Uh, this is World War Two. Keyblade War Two. And uh, <laughs> and you're, you 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 have a chance to show up in the game as a fallen Keyblade and uh, defeat the the bad guy. And I found that very amazing. It made me smile a lot. It, it was just fun. I love that. That's really cool. They they use like what what player names from from a, a an old well I don't know how old but a, from a past mobile game as a weapon like a mass weapon in the 
newest game. That's that's yeah. amazing. That's really cool. Yes, I, I I didn't know that was gonna happen, and uh, I I heard there was gonna be some integration to this mobile game. The mobile game's still pretty new; it's still getting some updates. Oh, okay, um, cool. So uh, I did not know how they're gonna because they're they were running um they were running a, like a, a free DLC if you if you played a certain uh part of the the mobile game uh, after completing a few like tasks you get a DLC code for a DLC uh Keyblade in the key, in the game so so like okay so that, that that's all I really thought was gonna happen was that was the only integration I thought was gonna happen with uh, the mobile game. Was the mini game? You get a DLC code and you get a keyblade in the game. But no, they they took your character who has fallen in that world and brought him back in Kingdom Hearts. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, my head is spinning. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're welcome to ask any questions before we we end that because it, it is a this Kingdom Hearts itself can be can become its own podcast. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, I, could. I have some questions. Go. Okay. Okay. So I'm ready to take any questions. Okay. So I mean, my biggest question is: Has Donald improved in this game? No, I still hate him. His voice, as much as I <laughs> I enjoyed the voice actor, after five minutes of hearing him, no, <laughs> no, no. No. That is my favorite, like Kingdom Hearts thing. Um, I I don't really play. I've I've watched my friends play it. It's not. I don't know why. It's just not something I've ever been interested in playing. But I like watching other people play it. But that's one of my favorite, like Kingdom Hearts jokes. <laughs> it's Donald's existence in the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, his his character in the game is okay. His, his character is what it is uh i i i really enjoy his uh, the way he interacts with uh sora and goofy but that voice if anyone's ever seen any disney <laughs> short or anything donald's voice can get really frustrating if you're constantly listening to 30 hours of it is <laughs> <laughs> it one of those games where like he's got the same like 12 lines of dialogue during combat that just repeat over and over again is that is that yes. part of the annoyance? Okay. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. What? Uh, so, my, I have a question. Um, which which kind? Uh, which Disney places do you go to in this one? So this one, uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember. So you start out going to Olympus. That's a, a classic staple of the world. But what's interesting about uh, Olympus is. And in the previous games, you would only go to the Coliseum and kind of do like a a, a boss rush, uh, mm-hmm. and just just do that. You would just go there to kill as many of the enemies as much as possible. But what they did for Kingdom Hearts three is they actually expanded the world, and that's one thing I really liked about Kingdom Hearts three. The the world is so it's not really open world, but it's vastly larger, and the load times aren't that bad either. So you can oh, cool. explore a lot of the world. So that's the first one, Olympus. Um, after that, you go to... Let's see here. Uh, one of the new places you go to is Toy Stories, the Toy Story world. Oh, cool. So what's what's fun... Oh my god, I, I love the Toy Story world so much. I love the, the story they pulled out from there. The interaction you have with uh, Buzz and Woody, 
Rex, Ham, and the little aliens. It's so great. It feels like it came straight out of the movie. It's it's so perfect. Nice. Um, so here next you go to you go to Tangled. Tangled. So oh, okay. <laughs> so Tangled was here. I, I have a little gripe on Tangled. So like like I said, I was streaming, so I upload those the the archives straight to my YouTube channel. <laughs> the gripe I had with Tangled was they did such a good job uh, with that because it's almost a reasonable uh, ad- adaptation of the film mm-hmm. that you're playing the film just with Kingdom Hearts thrown in there. That there's a okay. scene uh, uh, where uh, Rapunzel and Eugene are in the castle in the finale mm-hmm. that is almost so identical that when you I uploaded it to YouTube, it picked it up as the original film, not gameplay cutscene. Oh no! Wow! So I, got, so, I, so I got striked, and after, but thank God I was able to uh, dispute that and fix it. Like this is not the movie. This is a cutscene from the game. Please remove it, please. <laughs> but it was it's a fun tale. Um I uh that was that was another fun thing. The world was beautiful. I, I, I can say that about almost everything about this game is truly beautiful. Uh let's see here. After Tangled, you go to let's see here. Another new world, you go to Monsters Incorporated. Okay. That one, that one's fun because it takes place right after Kingdom, uh, the first Monsters Inc. And you know, you're you're doing the, the whole no more no more screams. It's all laughter. Oh, okay, yeah, telling jokes and stuff because yeah, yeah, laughter had more power than screams. Yeah, I remember that. So, um, in this one, the the evil people, um, the organization, is trying to use uh negative, bring back like negative emotions to kind of fuel power there's a the whole there's a whole storyline but i'm gonna try to cut it down but <laughs> okay but to that point they're trying to stop there, there's just a lot of fun interaction between sully mike wazowski and boo and uh mike wazowski. exactly <laughs> it's the, the cutscene when you first enter the world and uh you, you meet them and boo just starts yelling at donald because uh depending on what world you go to there's a, a thing called keeping a balance between the worlds. The your character avatar changes to adapt to that world. So Sora, Donald, and Goofy turn into monsters, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Donald is this one-eyed monster, and Boo keeps calling him Mike Wazowski because he has one eye as well. <laughs> nice. So <clears throat> that's adorable. Let's see here. Next is Big Hero Six, San Francisco. Oh wow! Okay. Yes. So I actually, <clears throat> so th- there are two films that I had to watch before I played Kingdom Hearts, and that was one of them. I I, ne- I haven't watched it until I, uh, until Kingdom Hearts three. I had to find it before the game came out. I watched it, loved the movie, played good. the game. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying it's it's a pretty good movie. It is a pretty good movie because yeah. it's good. I played watched it because the uh the story the story that came out of. Big Hero Six world is the aftermath of uh, Big Hero Six and what happened to the the Max of that dimension, and uh, he kind of come back as a bad guy and stuff. Oh and wow! Okay, cool. So that that was fun and getting to play with all the members of Big Hero Six and everything were cool. And so after that uh, is the second movie I had to watch was Frozen. 
I sat down and watched Frozen just so I had an idea because I didn't know if it was going to be uh, a duplicate of the film, not a duplicate, mm-hmm. but an adaptation to the film or if it was going to be an aftermath like some of the other things. I sat down, watched the film. Written really uh, good film. It's Disney. Can't really mm-hmm. go bad. Mm-hmm. And playing playing the the Frozen World, it is another adaptation of the film. So I rewatched the film. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, here's another gripe I have. So <laughs> there's one thing I I wish was happening in back in Toy Story where uh they they had the old uh shoot what's that one song from Toy Story. Uh, uh, you got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. Yeah, they yeah. they use that as the background music, and I love that song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they're ever gonna do music or anything here. Come Frozen, there are two musicals, <laughs> and I was like, what? I was joking eight hours ago, but it's happening right now. So you you have the whole uh, Let It Go thing. Uh-huh. It's the whole, the whole thing, the whole let it go thing. <laughs> and with, with a mix of Kingdom Hearts in there, but it's the whole let it go sequence, the whole song in Kingdom Hearts 3. Wow. And they do the, uh, you want to build a snowman? Mm-hmm. What would so, you rather listen to, that or Donald for 30 hours? Oh, God. Uh, can I get back to you that? <laughs> You'll find out next. <laughs> And next week's episode of the of the Save Point podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that I have listened to those Frozen songs for thirty hours. <laughs> Any advice? Uh, kill yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's the that's the very last layer of hell right there. It's just that song on repeat, and then Donald just like oh no, Donald it, si- Donald. It. <laughs> no, it's Donald singing. Let it go. Oh man! Don't even. Oh, so I'm. (laughs) So I'm currently fighting that dispute, arguing that this is a cutscene. Please take it off. (laughs) Don't do that to me. I honestly, I I, it surprised me, but uh, annoying me a little. But I, I I like what they did adapting it, and it it makes sense. It's a very crucial part of the the film and uh, what's happening behind the characters. If I could interrupt you real quick, did they get um? the the voice actors from the films or are they like sound alike or is it a they, mix of both there's actually a good amount of voice actors that they brought back to to bring uh to each world I, I i believe they got most of the actors for big hero 6 uh, i i want to say they got even the toy story actors don't hold me to that but i think okay. they did um i think frozen as well I know there's one world they weren't able to, and I think that was no. They got her, uh, Olympus. There's one world I don't. I don't think they did. I think it's Monsters Incorporated. Okay, so John Goodman and uh, Billy Crystal, uh, right? Yes, Billy Crystal. Thank you. But there, You're uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I would have to go through the credits again um, to see who was in there because there, there was a good amount of names that I noticed um, from there. That's cool, and uh, I'm trying to think. I think so, that's that's all the Disney slash Pixar worlds that. Oh wait, I forgot about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh okay, yeah, I, I've seen screenshots of that, and that looks pretty darn cool. The screenshots, it, at least. It it is. It's it's 
so what's cool <laughs> what's cool about uh the game is every time you enter the world ev- the the palette style of the what you're looking at changes slightly mm-hmm. so when i was in when i was in uh, uh olympus everything looks so shell shaded not too bad but you can tell it felt like the film mm-hmm. it was supposed to look but then I, when you end up in pirates of the caribbean it looks so realistic it's so different from like olympus or any of their cartoon versions like every every world you go into it feels like you're in that film and that's you know that's what they're trying to do and it it works so well that when i saw the the screenshot i i thought like i didn't i didn't read the headline i just saw this picture and i was like oh they doing another pirates of the caribbean movie and then i looked closer and i was like is that goofy i gotta click on this what is this and then it was a screenshot from Kingdom Hearts three, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's impressive." It just it looks really good. Yes, they they did a very fun job. They 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 have a very fun uh 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 pirate ship mechanic. You're actually in a ship trying to level it up, kill monsters on the on the waves. Pretty fun. Uh, has one of the worst air combat battles that I didn't think I was gonna have to do. Like I spent Ooh. yeah, there's a air boss battle. I spent an hour because I couldn't figure out the mechanics. And it was oh, making no. me mad. Like everything about that world, the the Pirates of the Caribbean world is fun to look at. Uh, the ship's great, but that boss battle was so frustrating. <laughs> it kind of brought it down for me. After. Oh bummer! But besides that, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean world fun. Uh, they took the the story from uh, At World's End with uh, Davy Jones and. Uh, okay so uh, Callista, callisto yes that, that yeah. so that you're they're doing that storyline for okay. this one so that was fun everything and that that's about it as far as disney and everything else is kind of original world for them. so there was there wasn't well no i guess you said the uh olympus so hercules but there was no other it sounds like there was not any other like classic 2d style disney stuff in there it was all like the pixar and and all you know cg type stuff no yeah interesting move to make yeah well as far as the story progression a lot of those those worlds were kind of done in the first multiple games because they're 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 following the story beats of the films for the most part and there's almost no reason to go back it would it'd be great to go back but um there's nothing without adding like new story to the world that i don't know if the writers would want to do depend it, it took a long time to get here but yeah, uh, yeah but um yeah but most of those worlds were as story-wise were done with their the movie adaptations or a little after the aftermath um but the, what's what's fun is as far as 2d animations you're, you're able to get um simba from lion king as a summon so you can have simba as one of your allies Oh, cool! I didn't know that that was a that's a thing in the game. That's cool. Yeah, uh, let's see here. You can get uh, Ariel from the Little Mermaid as a, an ally too. Cool. Um, you can get Stitch from Lilo and Stitch as an ally. Nice. And uh, that's that's it for two D because in three D you can get Wreck It Ralph as a, an assist too. Nice. So there, there, there. The the combat in this game is really great and so versatile. You can play in almost different different uh, styles. You can have different keyblades to to your gameplay. There's long range, short range. Uh, there's magic. There's um, 
there are summons. There's what you you hopped into one of my streams and saw the the the, the whole carnival ride. Yeah, I was like, "What is going on? This this is insane!" And then my kid kept crying, and so I had to stop watching. But it was the it looked like the the train from the Disney parade, like the the electric parade or whatever it's called. The, the, uh, yes. Uh, um, what is the name of that? I don't know. I can't remember. But no, yeah, there's attractions, uh, which are very powerful. Uh, uh, a little quick time events, and uh, there, there's so many ways to play this game. Um, like, like honestly, I want to go back and try to figure out my playstyle because I kept swapping between weapons to see which one I felt more comfortable using. And uh, sometimes I didn't even use any of my uh, magic, and I was just using my, the blade and the attractions. And there's such a wide variety of ways, and I—that's one great thing I can say about. It. So to to kind of put a bow on this, uh, and by the way, I googled it. It's the uh, Disney Main Street Electric Light Parade is the name of the the thing. Um, but to put a bow on this. Kingdom Hearts 3 is now over and done with. And you say that at the end, it kind of um, leads you to believe there may be more. Where do you want to see the game go? Do you want to see just kind of more of the same with new worlds? Or do you want to take a left turn and try something completely different? Um, maybe have like a coherent story? Like, what do you th- <sighs> where, which direction do you think they should go? <laughs> Uh, it's 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 weird. I, it it's not like it doesn't have a cohesive story. It's it has it has, <laughs> it has a story. It just there's just so many games out there. You you quote have to play that that makes right. it ridiculous to follow. If it was like a film, you, like the first two films, like what's happening? It's like uh, what's what is that? Fantastic Beats. It's like that at the moment. Uh, okay. Once the, once the third film hits, you're like, okay, more things are happening. More things are progressing the story is good as far as what's going to happen afterwards the the epilogue leads you to believe what's what's to come so i don't want to spoil that like i have i I have an idea what's going to be happening and i'm extremely excited um for what the future holds well like aside from from that like what would you want like do you just want to just see where they go with it or do you have like a dream idea or what Kingdom Hearts could be or should be. Honestly, I I I I haven't had any doubts of what they've been putting out lately. They've just been improving on on what they've been putting out. So I'm I'm just looking forward to what's to come next. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Cool. Let's see. Let me check where we're at time wise here. Ooh, we just passed an hour. Okay. Um, so we've got a couple more things to talk about. I'll quickly hit on Resident Evil 2. So I think it was last week we talked about um, the Resident Evil 2 demo. Uh, and I, Tuesday, you're the one that brought that to my attention, that it was mm-hmm. that they even did a demo for this, and it was a, it's a one-shot demo. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very stressful. <laughs> Super stressful. Like Besides the fact that it's a stressful game, you also have this timer going, which they don't show that the first time. Okay. So here's, here's what happened. I downloaded it. I played it as you're playing it. And it just kind of throws you in there. I don't think it's like where the game. So let me back up a little bit more. I've never played resident (laughs) evil two. I watched a friend of mine play 
parts of Resident Evil on his PlayStation, you know, back in high school. Um, mm-hmm. but I've never played Resident Evil 2. I don't know much about it at all. So when the game starts up, you're in the police uh, station and doing things. And just from experience with games, this didn't feel like the beginning of the game. This felt like an hour into the game or so. And I I will say that that's kind of the beginning of the game, actually. That's just how the game starts, really. Yep, yep. That's how the game starts. If you choose Leon, if you choose Leon as your first character, is there like a cutscene or something that kind of explains what's happening? Yeah, just starts like okay. So there's so so sorry I interrupted you, but there's uh there are two characters you can choose to to start with. You can Mm -hmm. start by Leon. I forget. I think it's Claire. You can choose yeah, which, yeah, you can choose which person you want to start because the first part of the game you whoever you choose, you play that part of the story, then you go to like side B and you play as the other character. So you can play this game multiple times to see what's happening. So you can play the game first as Leon, then Claire, and you'll get like a whole story there, but then you can play as Claire then Leon and you can see what's happening in at the same time. Like okay. like parallels. There, there, okay. And then there's like this third character out there and multiple other characters. Actually, this game has oh. a lot. There's a lot to this. One. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm intrigued. So I started playing the game and the thing that kind of ratchets up the tension. Well, there's a couple things. One, when I first started the game and it like, it, it goes to the whole thing where they're, where, you know, it's, I'm playing on PC and it's like, Oh, you know, uh, hit the button to make your, make it bright or not bright or what it, like there's all these little settings to do before the game actually starts. My keyboard didn't respond. My mouse didn't respond. I had to like force quit the game, plug in my steam controller. Cause I don't have any other controller and then reboot it. And then it, and then it, it were the steam controller worked. So I haven't used my steam controller very much. And so I'm like unfamiliar with the button layout. And so going into a stressful game like this, I was like, Oh, this will be interesting. Uh, so then the game starts up, start playing figure like, I, you know, I don't know what's happening, but there's, it's very clearly laid out what you're supposed to do and getting a feel for the controls and all that. And then on the bottom of the screen, a steam achievement pops up and it says five minutes played. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then, then I keep playing and then boom, 10 minutes played. So every five minutes I have this little reminder pop up in the corner of my screen, like letting me know how much time I have left, essentially. And that added like another layer of stress. So I have an unfamiliar control, an unfamiliar game, an unfamiliar controller, and it's timed. I and feel like you've got the best experience. Like, that is just, like <laughs> stress to the max. Like, let's go. Let's do this. I was by the by the end when like the zombies start zombieing at you. I, I felt very stressed. I was like, I want to pause and take a break, but I'm being timed, so I can't. And it was, that's kind of brutal. Um, but the game itself, to get to, to the, to the Resident Evil 2, what's it, what's it called? Like a remake or a remaster? Is that what it is? Uh, it would remastered? be a remastered. It's a remaster, I would believe. Okay. Yeah. So Resident Evil 2 remaster. Um, it, I, I see what the game is going for in terms of, uh, puzzles. And narrow hallways and zombies that just won't die, even though you've headshot them three times. Uh, you know, it's very slow and methodical. And then when things happen quickly, it's very stressful because the, you're not prepared for it and the game doesn't lend itself to, to be played quickly, but that's, you know, by design. So you get that, that stress. Um, well, the, the difficulty auto adjusts to you as well. Oh, really? 
Okay, mm-hmm. so so the first zombie I come across, you don't want to headshot it so that so that it, like all the rest of the zombies for the rest of the game have like super health. Got it. I don't know. You have limited <laughs> ammo as well. Yeah, limited yeah. ammo. Oh man. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's it's a very stressful game to say the least. Going into so that. it was it was cool coming across all the puzzle stuff that was unsolvable because you only have half an hour. So it's like here's a missing uh, uh fuse box and here's a panel that you can't get into because you don't have the right tool yet. And uh, here's a statue with, with um, you know, a, a combination on it that you have to figure out. Here's another thing with like these seals that you have to put into it. Who's, who's making these, these police precincts with puzzles built into them. That's what I want to know. Is that, is that ever answered in the lore of resident evil Two? A very dick boss. Actually, no, there's <laughs> there. Actually, no, there is, there, there is, uh, there is a, I, I forget what type of dog it is. I think it's Corgi. I think the Corgi's t- the one monitoring everything. Is it okay? <laughs> That's frightening. <laughs> Don't think about it. Just let the let the world be run by this Corgi. Okay, I'll just I'll just <laughs> let it let it go. Um, so I, you know, I played through the game. It was very stressful. Solved a couple puzzles. When the when the time was up, it was like it just like slowly fades fades away and says time's up. And I wanted to play more. And what it left me with was asking the question why don't more games come out with demos nowadays like at this point i want to buy and play this game because it has shown me that you know even though i only played with it for 30 minutes i enjoyed those 30 minutes and i want more it was compelling enough that i want more um it also helps that i've never even though it's a remaster i never played the original so for me it's a brand new experience um, graphics were, were, you know, really good. The sound design was awesome. Like I, all that stuff, I was just, I was all in. So more, more games should have demos like, 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 like this. And, and I don't know why they don't. So, huh. There, there's one thing I can say is PlayStation. What, what they do is a, a good chunk of their game library. You can actually download technically the whole game. And you can play an hour worth of the game, and then you can decide if you want to purchase. There. Oh, okay. I know PlayStation does that. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Well. There's um, yeah, there's like a whole thing on the Switch that's like games with demos. Okay, um, so they, they do something similar. It's it's not quite as um, I guess good as what. PlayStation does, but yeah, there's they put out some demos as well. Okay, so my problem then is that the Xbox doesn't do that, and so the developers aren't going to make a demo just for one system when the other two will, you know, kind of auto demo for you with a timed playthrough. That makes sense. Okay, All right, I'm I am less angry now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. It's just, you. <laughs> it's just, you, just you, Steve. It's just it's just me. So. But, but you're right. A lot a lot of people, as far as like single player games, there isn't that many like demo demos like pre before the games. We have like we have betas for multiplayer now just for like stress tests. But mm-hmm. as far as like like here's the game that's going to come out uh, X day. You can try a demo a week before if you want to buy it. Yeah, we don't yeah. see that that often. And. Uh, yeah. Or even uh, like freeware, like but way back in the day, in the early days of PC, when like Doom and stuff, there was like a freeware version where they're like, here's the first two levels, you know, play it as many times as you want. 
I remember, free, you know? I remember back on the, when you got the PlayStation CDs, you got like five games and you can play like the first two levels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a, that's was it how PC? I started playing uh, Medieval, actually. <laughs> Uh, I had a subscription to PC Gamer, and they they would come every issue would come with a demo disc, and I would play every single demo on there just to just because it was like free games, and that's that's actually where I discovered Fallout. They there was a Fallout demo, and I I played that thing like twenty times. It was it's amazing. But yeah, we yeah that's how I got into Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation too. It was one of the demos on one of my PlayStation discs. Nice. It's it's yeah. It's rare to see that, but actually, uh, actually downloaded. They PlayStation just put out one of their um, VR demos that has a couple of their new games coming out. I barely saw that. Uh, I'm I haven't played it yet. I've been too engulfed in other games, but soon I'll I'll have that and see how, what what that's about. I think I think it's that's becoming a uh. It's coming out a little bit more, a resurgence of demos a little bit more. It makes sense because these these games, uh, I mean, a lot of them, it's uh, it's an investment. Not only because you're paying sixty bucks, you know, for the honor of playing the game, but then you have to see: is this the kind of game where a bunch of DLC is going to come out, or you know, is our loot box is going to be a thing, or? You know, who knows what else is going on with the game? Is you know the online play? What's the connectivity like? You know, and so there's there's a lot of investment to put into these games now to just like go down to the store and just you know buy a game. You need to do your research, and I think right now where the market sits is that we're kind of letting um, other people do the research for us. So YouTube videos, podcasts, you know, like there are you, you go to reviews. You know, Reviews, yeah. Um, ouch, that hurts. dot com. Uh, and, and so, <laughs> shameless, plug. shameless, so much shameless. Um, and so you go to these other places, the place that you trust, to say like, okay, you tell me, am I going to like this? But there's a lot to be said for, well, just put your own hands on it. You know, try it a little bit. And so I think maybe, maybe in, in some respects, it's kind of swinging the other way of like, look, uh, the the re- and not not to bash, you know, review sites or anything like that um outsethurts.com but like some <laughs> review sites are being you know paid by publishers or you know there are issues with review score bombings and uh you know just now it's such a ubiquitous thing that there are issues with it and so i can understand why some um some developers want it to swing the other way and say like no let's ignore all that here try the game you tell yourself if you like it don't listen to other people that may or may not be telling you the truth. So, you know, I understand it. I get it both ways. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Okay. So Resident Evil 2, um, I'm now going to put some some dollars aside and purchase that and play it because it looks and played awesome. And I want to know um, how to solve the puzzles and uh, shoot the zombies. And you'll, so... You'll love it. Uh, honestly, I think you'll love it. I, I, I was yeah, fun. A good one. Yes, they did. They, they did a good, uh, a good chunk of of bringing back some of the old puzzles and including some new ones in there. Um, and uh, you you will feel you will feel on edge a lot with your limited capacity, your limited ammo, and depending on all the little boss battles you'll get to, you're you're gonna have fun. Trust me. I'm excited. I'm super excited. 
All right, let's. Uh, we're running a bit long, so uh, Jesus, why don't you wrap us up with talking about Apex Legends a little bit? So to finish it off, the latest game that just came out just yesterday, I didn't know what was happening. Uh, a game from Respawn and published by EA, which scares me a little bit. <laughs> that should frighten everybody. <laughs> and <clears throat> 24 hours later, as far as this uh, podcast uh, being published or recorded, um, they Apex Legends is another battle royale. Okay. It is a free-to-play battle royale. Oh, good. It doesn't cost us anything. Great. It does not. <laughs> it launched relatively well. Like you could get in there and play the game. Okay. It it did such Respawn did such a really good job with their launch and the the gameplay itself is actually not too bad. It's it's um unlike some of the other battle royals at the moment where it's like third person, this is first person. Uh it, <laughs> the world is very big uh there's multiple layers different levels uh as far as like environments so it's not like flat uh the it's kind of like a little bit like overwatchy like you choose like a hero or a a person and you get that ability to use uh during the game uh they already have a whole year roadmap planned out for for just 2019 uh as I play, I I personally played two hours worth. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, uh, but I'm not that good at battle royales or shooters. Uh, but I did watch a couple of hours as far while while I was editing of people who are actually good at these types of games, and they were having a blast. I was having fun watching them destroy people and do these new abilities and create. It's a fun game. Uh, surprisingly, for a game published by EA, uh, <laughs> with with the worried. A lot of people had. So it, it is a free-to-play game. There are loot boxes, mm-hmm. but it's all cosmetic. Okay. And that's what Respawn stated. They had a, a they had like a, an hour, an hour and a half long uh, launch party and discussed kind of the idea of what's happening. I watched a, a good portion of it, and it's... <laughs> I'm not going to be honest. It's, uh, it's, I'm looking forward to what Apex Legend is going to be putting out in the next couple of months because right now the game is plays well. Uh, the gunplay is like really fun to do. The the abilities are ridiculous and they're uh, great. Uh, the idea of you uh, progressing your your like rank or level to get free loot boxes, to get your skins and stuff, to purchase uh, skins with points and stuff like that. It's, like I, it's I don't know how what I can say wrong with it. Uh, I'm I'm just a little worried about what EA might do uh, along the line because right now I know Respawn um, uh, told EA that this is what they wanted to do. They didn't want to do like a Call of Duty where they wanted to have people pay for the game and you know then buy cosmetics later on. They wanted a free to play model and they wanted the the microtransactions should just be pure cosmetics. And it's it's working out. It's only twenty four hours. I I'm not gonna put my foot in my mouth at the moment, but it's looking <laughs> it's looking good right now. Um, okay. There's yeah, that's kind of that's kind of so far what's happening with Apex Legends. There's one other thing, but uh, I'll let the open the floor for the moment. 
Uh, well, I mean, I, I've just, I haven't looked at it too much, um, but it, it seemed to kind of drop out of nowhere. Like it was kind of a surprise. Has, has this been something that people have been excited for? Because I hadn't even heard about this until yesterday. <laughs> Not, I, it wasn't on my radar at all. I honestly saw like a countdown for, for Respawn. And I was like, because I, I, there's one thing I was looking forward to was Titanfall 3. And I thought mm-hmm. that was going to be an announcement for that. But it was not an announcement for Titanfall Three. It was this announcement for Apex Legends on the when is it the the fourth of February? Yeah, that just mm-hmm. dropped out of nowhere. Uh, so, so they were like, so they put a, a countdown on their website, and people were assuming it was going to be like uh, an announcement for Titanfall Three. But instead, they were like, this new game is coming out today, or or you know very soon. Check it out now. Go play it. That's kind of genius. I, I like that. Like sometimes, you know, especially for them and for being partnered with EA, they had to get ahead of the hate cycle. Like, because as soon as we, even a few minutes ago, when you said, you know, published by EA, it was like, ah, uh, groans because we all know how much EA loves money. So yeah. like if they had six months of, you know, podcasts, and internet people talking about this, it would have been nothing but hate train on on Apex Legends just because it was attached to EA. So instead, like they got ahead of that by saying, let's not talk about it. Let's just drop it. Let people play it. And then if they enjoy it, then they'll kind of ignore that EA part and just enjoy the game, which kind of sounds like, Jesus, that's exactly what you did. You just kind of just played the game and had fun with it. And it doesn't matter that it was published by EA. No, yeah, that's it's it's yeah. Uh, I can't say any better words than that. It, it was a fun game. Just didn't didn't really think about it afterwards. Uh, just now looking at it, I'm just a little bit worried. But um, but what that what what the people from Respawn are looking in what they're saying, it seems that they're they have a pretty good roadmap looking forward. So uh, Tuesday, did you know this thing was coming out, or had, had you heard anything about it, or was it a surprise for you too? surprise so um yeah i've been pleasantly surprised by listening to this <laughs> well it's it's free for pc xbox and playstation so free i'm gonna, to play go down, I'm gonna go download it on my xbox and check it out then i'm all i'm all up for free games i'll, I'll check it out i'll play a couple rounds yeah it's it's, it's a very inter- something for free hey yeah. exactly that, that's 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 a great point like you know the so many games out there, at least as far as uh, the Battle Royale uh, model is concerned, a lot of them are having you uh, purchase like a either the, the, the full $60, like a $30 or $20 one. And uh, I, I personally um, was playing Fortnite for a while, but I kind of got away from that and kind of grown bored of it for the most part. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a good change of pace. Um, and the the one thing is it's it it's I I believe it's um it runs on the same uh, engine that the Titanfall uh is run and that game was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, actually, I, if I'm remembering correctly, Apex Legends is actually takes place in the Titanfall universe. Oh, okay. That's that's one of the gripes that people are having right now is that whereas everyone wants Titanfall three and. Uh, when are we going to get it? But as far as their Twitter account, response Twitter account is concerned, 
it doesn't look like they'll be they're working on it or anytime soon. They're currently working on Apex Legends. I, I'm gonna call it right now and say a few months from now, uh Titans are gonna come to Apex Legends as like super powered, hey. like time limited things. A special you, like m- mode and stuff. Well, just like like you're playing, uh, you're playing the uh, battle royale, right? And the whole thing with that is you're you're whittling it down, and say, uh, and I don't know how the game plays, but say you have a hundred players, you get down to like fifty players, and then like ten titans drop drop in somewhere, and then you know you could still like whoever gets to them first, you know, has them, but then like those are all the things everyone's fighting over, but then they only last for like. I don't know, 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever, then they all break down and then like three more spawn that are even more powerful. And like, there's, there are ways that they could introduce Titans into the game to kind of give it that flavor and kind of keep it fresh with the whole battle Royale thing. I wouldn't doubt if that was part of their plan, seeing as how it's like, why else would you set it in that universe unless you just already had the art assets or whatever? Exactly. So that would be, that would be crazy. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be something different. Which is always always good in the world of gaming. You want something new, something different. All right, that's going to do it for us this week for the Save Point Podcast. I'm going to point everybody <laughs> once again to thesavepointpodcast.com. Um, you can find a link to our Discord there. You can find this episode on uh, at all the different locations that we have it on: iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Spreaker, TuneIn. There's links to ouchthathurts.com, who we are associated with. Also, the BS Podcast Network. Um, so, does anybody have any last words? Mm, no, that's about it. I can honestly, I can keep talking about both Kingdom Hearts and Apex at the moment, but <laughs> that's uh, that's a talk for another day. No, time is up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's- I'll keep everyone posted on the bees for next time. Hey, once you once you figure out that puzzle, tell us. Tell us about the bees. <laughs> I, will, I will keep everybody posted about the bees, man. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Bye.